So what type of technique do you teach? I teach something called the Alexander Technique. Do you mind telling me a bit about what that is and what it entails? The Alexander Technique is an educational approach to improving your coordination. And it's based on Alexander's own discoveries back in 1890 when he was trying to fix his own vocal problems. And what he discovered was a way of enhancing our natural movement, which you see expressed beautifully in young children who just move naturally because they're doing what young children do, which is just move naturally. His genius was to devise a method that we can learn as adults to recapture that ease of movement that we have naturally as young children. And what do people want to learn the Alexander Technique for? There's generally are a couple of broad categories. One is for people who are in pain, that they perhaps tried a lot of different things and they want to know what can the Alexander Technique help them with. So that's one broad category. Then you're going to have all of the performers because the Alexander work is on, there's a lot of teachers at some of the top conservatories in dance, theatre and music departments. And they're directly going to be helping the students with um, performance anxiety, detailed movers, like how does the arm go this way or does it go, <laughs> no, that's too gross, but um, to refine a lot of their stage presence and what they're trying to do and how to engage with other people on stage, a lot of their craft. So can you tell me a little a bit about how the Alexander Technique works specifically to help with coordination and movement? Because we're designed to move, Alexander's taught us how to look, teaches us how to do that as adults and it's based on the relationship between the head, neck and back. Alexander came up with some terms which are very Edwardian, which is understandable, that was his era. He called this the primary control. He said that we all have a primary control and for some of us it's working very well. Like you can see a lot of athletes and dancers like Baryshnikov. Yes, I'm just using him particularly, the, an incredibly skilled dancer, but also someone who has wonderful coordination. So from an Alexander perspective, you say his primary control is running the show very strongly. You, you don't really want to get into saying, well, the Russian way of training is better than the American because th we're dealing with something that's fundamentally um, very different from those sorts of type of issues. And you just see this incredible grace and beauty in, in, in the movement. So can you tell me a little bit about how you teach people to change these aspects of their body? Uh, so if someone comes in and says that they have pain, a couple of vertebrae, even though I'm not a medical doctor, you acquire sort of basic anatomy skills just through working with people. So let's say somebody's got problems between L4 and L5. The classic thing, compensatory pattern that somebody's going to be doing with that sort of back problem is that they're going to be holding their whole body just in case they accidentally move in such a way that it triggers pain in that area. So you can do some very basic rehabilitation work with them in terms of showing them where, where are their joints, how they can bend, how they can move without disturbing that area in their body and depending on whether it's a guy or a girl then you can get into other ideas of not only about how they move but their own personal ideas that they may have been imposed on them about how to move so somebody I was working with very clearly remembers being told in her first year at um, college she had to take this class on how to stand and sit like a lady and she showed me some of the things that she did, which were, from, my, from an Alexander perspective, like, hilarious. 
because they were not based on natural movement at all. They were all based on some idea of what ladies, how ladies sit and how ladies move. So that was very entertaining. And, and she was very conscious of the training that, that had imposed on her and how it had limited her in her ease in movement. So that's an idea that got imposed on her and she's just doing her graduate, undergraduate work and being a good student, taking this class and getting her credits and then realising that some of those ideas had caused her to move in such a way that 30 years later she's created tension and stress and so her bones and her muscles are not happy. So it's really about training the body out of bad habits or habits yeah. that create pain and, and bad movement. Absolutely, because what happens is that children move naturally and then to make a big statement, life takes over. And that comes in different flavours and different varieties. And it could be something as simple as this lady having um, a class on etiquette and movement imposed on her. The most obvious thing here, what you're seeing is that children are being imposed on in terms of backpacks and the heavier and heavier they are getting. It's pretty standard that an eight-year-old will have a backpack that's heavier than what they weigh and they have to carry that around and let alone the sitting. So you're looking, that's a good one to illustrate. We're not even talking about fashion and any of those other things like what, how to hold yourself in the cool way. Uh, so there's a lot of influences in society that cause us to hold our bodies in certain ways because we think it's more important that the in crowd at school don't use backpacks or if they do, it's only on one shoulder and, there's no way if you use a wheelie, that's just what dorks do. So there's no way are you ever going to, you know, those sorts of things really get taken very seriously, unfortunately, and have a lot of negative consequences. Not particularly huge, hugely at the time because the body's young, it can bounce back. But what, what you're looking at is 20, 30 years later, those ideas are still running the show. So how to sit, how to hold your body. Oh, you don't like your curly hair or something. So you're always kind of like trying to hide it or something. That, so you're looking at the ideas and how they interfere with the natural coordination and movement of the body. So it's not that you can't ever stand on one leg or sit with your legs crossed or do all sorts of things, but it's when you do them on a regular basis so they, you have no body awareness of that pattern of movement that it can, over a long period of time, create problems. And this is what, as an Alexander teacher, it's an educational approach. People are usually coming for Arizona lessons because they're, they have a problem and they want you to help them with it. So you're looking at how are they moving if, in terms of pain. Sometimes just educating them that, hey, your spine can bend. It's okay. And some of it is some basic. They don't, they don't know where their joints are. They didn't know that they could bend there. <laughs> they didn't know where the hip sockets were. And then the more complicated ones are where you get people who are very identified with holding their body in a certain way or wearing certain types of shoes or having a, uh, certain types of clothes, then that ha has a very strong effect on them. And then you're having to deal with not only perhaps the body doesn't move very well, but then you have to deal with the owner of the body who's totally decided that the most important thing in the world is wearing you know, these shoes, carrying a 35 pound bag around or whatever. So, so then you're running into the ideas that are bound up with this person's sense of identity. And that becomes a lot more complicated than just somebody who can stand back from, oh yeah, I was taught to kind of sit this way, this is really silly, you know, so I'm very happy to not do that anymore and put time and energy into catching myself when the pattern takes over and runs the show. 
So the first thing that we do, and Alexander work is not unique in this. There's a lot of wonderful things out there that help us develop body awareness. But one of the things that Alexander work does offer us is body awareness. And then one of the things, the unique, the two unique things that Alexander deals with is one, he teaches us how to switch off the pattern. You know, you have this idea, you have this body awareness of like, oh, when I sit, this is what I do. I can do something different. And that when you make a different choice, you're switching off the pattern. Whether or not it's a pattern you developed when you were three, or it's a pattern you developed because you're in a car accident, so one shot, you know, it's a compensatory pattern. So you're learning how to switch off the patterns, and also you're learning how to put energy to direct to get your postural mechanisms up and running again. They're still there. They may not be running the show any longer, but they're still there. So he showed us how to do this as adults. And those are the two, the switching off the patterns and putting energy into postural mechanisms. I think are two things that are totally unique to Alexander's work. And what types of pain would you say are most easily treated or most often treated with the Alexander technique? The it, it gen, lower back pain is, is the most common type, type of pain that um, people need help with. And like anything, Alexander is not saying this is the only way. And people who are in pain have usually tried three or four or five, sometimes a lot more modalities to help them with dealing with the situation. And there's many ways of handling that. So what you're dealing, what Alexander work offers is, is an educational approach that's very empowering because the person can learn how to change their patterns of movement. This is not like, oh, you put hands on me, I feel miraculously cured and isn't this wonderful and how does it work? So you have this way of, I, have, I can learn about myself, so I can apply this to myself. I can make a choice of standing like this or standing like that. <laughs> and that is very empowering, which is wonderful. And that's not to um, diminish people who have these experiences. You know, they go and have a session of this, that, and the other thing, and they're totally pain-free. And of course, it's wonderful. But, but um, as I said, Alexander work is an educational approach. It's more about the way of life. And yeah. Changing yeah. that to make you better. Yes. So, um, I guess I'm curious about people that have come to you in pain um, and teaching them the Alexander technique. Um, are there people that have had, you know, chronic pain and haven't found relief in other methods that do get relief from the Alexander technique? I've had people who've been able, f one person in particular because of time and finances, was able to come and pretty much every day for about, I think it was 30 days, he was able to come every day, which is what Alexander recommended. It's just time and money makes it very hard to do. He didn't need surgery. He was slated to have surgery on his ankle. And he didn't need it because his balance and his coordination improved so much. And the reason he was in pain was a, ser a long series of accidents, like wrecked his knee when he was 11, 16 wrecked his neck and then <laughs> it was sports related and had a lot of medical help had a lot of massage had tried a lot of things and he was able to come and have enough a lot of alexander work which helped him um, improve the way he walked so he didn't need to have surgery so he was thrilled that's amazing <laughs> yes but but generally you, you you rarely have a situation where people can come every day Right. And then you're caught in the situation of if someone's in pain, they desperately want to get out of pain. And as one of my students said, if, if her doctor had told her 
that to wrap goat entrails around her neck would get rid of her neck pain, she would do it after 10 years of being, you know, in incredible neck pain and trying so many, so many different modalities. So it's not a simple situation, but that is um, one very clear memory. Generally, people find that even if they're not necessarily out of pain per se, they move more easily. So they have this correlation that they, if you gave them like one out of 10, they may say their pain feels like a number five still, but they know that they're moving more. Which is a big deal for someone in chronic pain. Absolutely. So you have this authority and confidence that yes it still feels like a five which doesn't feel very nice but I can actually walk three miles which two years ago I couldn't do so it's still an improvement it's yes just... but they're basing it on their movement capabilities not their experience of pain which is a different way of thinking yes and and that is very as I said is very empowering so so that's really very interesting when you get that correlation like oh I still feel in pain but boy, look at all of this stuff that I can do that I couldn't do six months ago, three weeks ago. And, and that is an ongoing journey, depending on how often you know, the person can come for lessons. So would you say that the Alexander Technique is a really good way of, for someone trying to maybe lower their pain medication or something, a, a good way of supplementing that to try to start getting off of it and start being able to find their own way out of pain? Yes, and there's been two major, three major studies which in England um, that have shown that Alexander work has been more helpful than other modalities in terms of helping people with their backache, helping um, nurses move patients and help, helping people um, stay you know, more pain-free. Absolutely. That's and there's a, a wonderful... Um, experience that's come out of, of all these surgeons who are finding that um, if they have Alexander work they can perform surgeon on children which is very very difficult quicker Wow! so they're on their feet less so the children are less um, anesthetized because the surgery is taking less time so things like that are really quite extraordinary and there's been several recommendations by some very high-level doctors that uh, could this please be part of our training <laughs> right yeah